0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Cossard. Book 2, Chapter 2, Section 2. The Pains and Consolations of Abandonment. The soul ought to strip itself of all things created in order to arrive at the state of abandonment. This state is full of consolation for those who have attained it, but to do so it is necessary to pass through much anguish. The doctrine concerning pure love can only be taught by the action of God and not by any effort of the mind. God teaches the soul by pains and obstacles, not by ideas. This science is a practical knowledge by which God is enjoyed as the only good. In order to master this science, it is necessary to be detached from all personal possessions, to gain this detachment, to be really deprived of them. Therefore, it is only by constant crosses and by a long succession of all kinds of mortifications, trials, and deprivations that pure love becomes established in the soul. This must continue until all things created become as though they did not exist, and God becomes all in all. To effect this, God combats all the personal affections of the soul, so that when these take any special shape, such as some pious notion, some help to devotion, Or when there is any idea of being able to attain perfection by some such method, or such a path or way, or by the guidance of some particular person. In fine, to whatever the soul attaches itself, God upsets its plans and allows it to find, instead of success in these projects, nothing but confusion, trouble emptiness and folly hardly has it said i must go this way i must consult this person or i must act in such a manner then god immediately says the exact contrary and withdraws all the virtue usual in the means adopted by the soul thus finding only deception and emptiness in everything the soul is compelled to have recourse to God himself and to be content with him. Happy the soul that understands this lovingly severe conduct of God and that corresponds faithfully with it. It is raised above all that passes away to repose in the immutable and the infinite It is no longer dissipated among created things by giving them love and confidence, but allows them only when it becomes a duty to do so, or when enjoined by God, and when his will is made especially manifest in the matter. It inhabits a region above earthly abundance or dearth, in the fullness of God, who is its permanent good. God finds the soul quite empty of its own inclinations or its own movements of its own choice. It is a dead subject, enshrouded in universal indifference. The whole of the divine being coming thus to fill the heart casts over all created things a shadow as of nothingness, absorbing all their distinctions and all their varieties Thus, there remains neither efficacy nor virtue in anything created. And the heart is neither drawn towards nor has any inclination for created things. Because the majesty of God fills it to the utmost extent. Living in God in this way, the heart becomes dead to all else and all is dead to it. It is for God who gives life to all things to revive the soul with regard to his creation and to give a different aspect to all things in the eyes of the soul. It is the order of God which is this life. By this order, the heart goes out towards the creature as far as it is necessary or useful. And it is also by this order that the creature is carried towards the soul and is accepted by it. Without this divine virtue of the good pleasure of God, things created are not admitted by the soul. Neither is the soul at all inclined towards them. This dissolution of all things as far as the soul is concerned, and then, by the will of God, they are being brought once more into existence compels the soul at each moment to see God in all things. For each moment is spent for the satisfaction of God alone and in an unreserved self-abandonment with regard to its relations to all possible created things, or rather to those created, or possibly to be created by the order of God. Therefore, each moment contains all In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Dilkusad describes an incredible path that the soul has to take as it journeys towards its full spiritual perfection. And he describes that the soul will become dead to all things created. That all things in relation to God, in light of God's greatness, seem like nothing. And he describes how God wants to be all in all to the soul. That God wants us to learn to rely on him. And when he finds us putting our trust, our confidence in some creature, spiritual director, or a path that we think we have to follow, or some way of acting, or some book. When we think that we must have that, if we're going to find God, God frustrates our desires. God takes things away from us to teach us that we don't really need this particular thing the way we think we do. And the more and more we know God, the more and more we draw close to God, the less important, the less grand, the less beautiful everything else seems to be to us. And we also see how these things can take us away from God. But then what does God do? Once he's led us along that path, God can raise us up, can give life to all things. God revives the soul with regard to his creation. He now gives them a different aspect. Instead of us just seeing negatively how they're not God and how they can take us from God, he suddenly shows us a divine order. He shows us how these things are being used by God for our sanctification. He teaches us the relation they have to him and the relation they have to our path to God. In other words, getting things right, getting our relationship right to other people and to the things of this world, ultimately is the work of God's grace, God's power, but also our cooperation with him. In other words, We cannot create our own sanctity. We cannot will ourselves to be detached from all things and then to love all things and God. No, we can cooperate, but fundamentally it's God who raises us up. It's God who gives life. And so let us beg the Lord to fill us with divine hope power to trust and rely to lean on him. Lord, strip me of everything that keeps me from you. Strip me from all my own plans that aren't according to your plans. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.